Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday. Isaac, what's up, man? What's up, Doc? Where can you sleep yourself up, man? I'm going to say, man, on? what's so funny, man? I'm awake, man. What you talking about, man? Dude. Man, my, daughter, my daughter's been in here rearranging furniture, man. So, you know, it's to be expected. But uh, they go out to see me later on. Hey, man, but that's how it is, man. Nice, beautiful house for them to enjoy, man. You know what I'm saying? They supposed to explore it, man. It's their castle, brethren. Yeah, I'm gonna go in their room and uh and, and rearrange some stuff too. Hey man, hey, you know what? Speaking of rearranging some things, man, it looks like the Rams trying to rearrange some things this offseason, man. They've already rearranged the quarterback position, man, by bringing Matthew Stafford in here and getting Jerry Goff out of there. So uh Matthew Stafford coming to the Rams, man. We didn't talk about that, man. And you know, he has, you know, some weapons to throw to. You know, we took we talked about Cooper Cup, Robert Woods or whatever, man. But According to reports, what it looks like, the Rams, you know, begin some calls about Robert Woods. Uh, I would love to see Robert Woods on the field uh, in the L.A. Rams uniform because he balls out and he's a key piece and he does a lot to what we are doing. But if the Rams are getting calls from Robert Woods, if you was in the front office, would you even accept those calls? Well, I, I tell you what, it's two things that we see here. Uh, one, it's already been, been answered by the Rams uh, of his value. Um, you know, we, we gave him an extension not too long ago, uh, let him know that we wanted him around, and he, definitely he earned it. Uh, number two, his value seen in the eyes of other teams. So if there's a team out there that think they may be just a wide receiver or one B wide receiver or two second wide receiver away from going where they want to go, which is ultimately the Super Bowl. Hopefully that's in the mindset of all teams out there. You know, Robert, uh, Robert Woods may be that guy uh, that they, they, they need. Now, if I was, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm less or if less is me and I'm sitting in that general manager seat, uh, of course I'm listening, Doc. I mean, because you always want to upgrade your positions uh, wide receiver is no different from any other position that's on the, on the team, on the field. Uh, you, you're looking to upgrade it at a cheaper price. So if you can get uh, close to the same value with a, a, a draft pick or a player that you may have your eyes on in the draft, to use Robert Woods to kind of leverage that pick and bring some youthfulness in uh, at that position. Um uh, I, I definitely listen to it, but but Robert Woods has been definitely uh, a huge piece for us uh, these last uh, couple of seasons that he's been playing, that he's been in that starting role. And, uh, you know, it's it's hard to, you, you know, kind of replace putting a Robert Woods because he does so much, not only from a wide receiver standpoint, but he, he's a great blocker. He's a guy that can run the reverses. Uh, he, he's that gadget guy for us. And he's, he does a lot of things from that standpoint. So, as far as replacing him, it'll be a challenge. Do I want to? No. 
But at the same time, you do listen to calls if if you start to get calls about Robert Woods. I'm just saying, and it's all it all depends on what you're going to get back if you take calls for Robert Woods and decide to trade him or something because that's a lot of productivity. That's a lot of leadership. That's a lot of toughness. Robert Woods gives you all of this, and he seems to be a very unselfish player because I don't ever see him barking and raising hell about getting the ball, not getting the ball or whatever, man. You know, he seems to you be – You never see it. Uh, yeah, you're like, well, you never see it. That, there you go. It's not. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you never see it. Like with you, we never saw it. If you did it, you never saw it, and that's good, man. Because perception is everything. Now, players, when you're on a team, man, they understand there's gonna be some hot heads. There's gonna be some tempers, and people are gonna get pissed off in the in the meetings. That's cool, cause what what happens in the house supposed to stay in the house. But when you're out on the field during the game, where everybody can see. Now, you know, cats might respond to that a little differently. Like, man, you know, you just being selfish, man. Now you letting everybody know what the problem is. But, you know, my thing about it is this. If you trade Robert Woods, it's definitely got to be for a wide receiver, bro, because it can't be for anything else but an- another wide receiver, Isaac. Absolutely. That's that's what we – that's what we – you know, that's that's that should be our key target this offseason. Uh, and, uh, you know – you know, speaking of, uh, you know, having some dogs, he, he's one of our dogs. I mean, you have to replace a dog with a dog. And, you know, you can't go out there with 53 choir boys trying to win football games. You need some goons on that team. And I mean that from a mentality standpoint, the guys are going to get the fight started. Robert Woods is definitely one of those guys that will get the fight started, uh, along with Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, those guys, those boys, they, they like getting the fight started. But, you know, um, it, it's all about being able to upgrade and uh, and put put people in positions where you're going to help Matthew Stafford. You don't want to just bring him over from Detroit and then say, bam, you know, I'm taking one of your best weapons and I'm not going to replace him. So we got to have a focus on replacing Robert Woods if that if it comes to that. And uh, not only that, if he stays, we got to and got to upgrade that position as well. I mean, we've talked about it. Having a, a wide receiver, uh, he may be in the room, may not be in the room that can take that defense, take the top off that defense consistently and have that threat there on the field every time our offense steps on the field. Hey, when I look at physical attributes, man, and what they're able to do on the field and the kind of skill set they have, it, it almost seems to me that, you know, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, the same kind of receiver. You know, both of them run those nice little shallow routes, cut routes. They're good with yards after the catch, after they catch the ball, getting some yards. Uh, they got a lot of wiggle about themselves, man. Neither one of them, if they really have that top-end speed, the Rams haven't shown it because they don't really throw deep to them. Um, would you agree with that assessment? Because looking at Cooper and Robert, it's like, man, you know what? They're almost the same type of receiver, so we need some kind of dynamic on the other side to give you something different than what you're getting with those two guys? they You know what? They are very similar, man. I mean, from the standpoint of uh, being able to catch short passes and, and uh, get some yak, get some yards after the catch. Uh, from that standpoint, they're very athletic. Uh, they both catch the ball well. Their route running is superb. This, those are the same thing. Those are the, you know, the characteristics that you look for in a really uh, elite wide receiver. Uh, athleticism being one, uh, his ability to catch the ball, hands being two, route running. Uh, his blocking, and five would be, you know, just his run after the catch. They are similar. Now, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, Doc. You know, why did that long ball, why did the deep ball disappear from our offense? Yeah. You know, was it was it from the standpoint of we didn't have trust in the quarterback that was playing at that time, or was it not in our wide receiver room for that guy to be able to consistently take the top off the defense? And I just went back to not having confidence in the quarterback that we had at the time because it was there. It was there with Cooper Cup. It was there with Robert Woods. 
Uh, it was there with Brandon Cooks. Those when those three guys were the three guys on the field at the same time playing for the Rams. And you know, to me, I think we're in that position once again to really test the waters because I'm sure Robert Woods, Cooper Cup are, are like, you know, let's take shots down the field, man. I mean, you know, we notice how the safeties on uh, for the Seattle Seahawks, for the Arizona Cardinals, for the for the San Francisco 49ers, when we played those teams, how those safeties were in screenshot of of, of where the line of scrimmage was. So yes. that tells you that we're not taking shots down the field. We're not opening up like we're, we were accustomed to. And the defenses are starting to feel that. So they're putting pressure on the run game. And when you have that, when you have that element in that offense, Doc, that opens up everything. I mean, you'll, you'll probably see more of Cam, uh, uh, being his running, running ability, more of Daryl Henderson's running ability, just the whole running game working a whole lot better when that element is in the offense. Now, this is a great conversation. I, you know, not not the greatest of topics because I want to see us keep Robert Woods because, as, as Isaac said, he's a dog, man. Dude is a straight dog out there. And you don't have many receivers that don't mind blocking, and dude does not mind blocking. You don't have many receivers that don't mind going across the middle of the field with all them goons out, but he doesn't mind going across the middle of the field. Not saying he ain't afraid of the linebackers, but he ain't afraid to go in there where the linebackers are because them dudes be, they be looking for wide receivers to come across the middle to take their heads off. But Robert Woods doesn't seem to have any apprehension about doing that as, at, at all, man. So he's really the epitome of, of an L.A. Ram right now. So I think, you know, it, of course you got to accept the calls. You accept the calls on everybody on the team except for Aaron Donald and uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey. But I would love to see uh, – that's an alarm clock, man. They saying Robert Woods like, man, quit talking about me, man. But anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I, I would love to see the – you know, keep keep Robert Woods around uh, – and another report I saw, man, now, they say the Rams are uh, taking calls on Robert Woods. That means people are calling and inquiring, which is rightfully so. He's a good player. And if you're Robert Woods, you, you want to be wanted, you know what I'm saying? But you want your team to want you more. Uh, but it's also saying that Michael Brockers is available for trade. Now, this is the only – I mean, Michael Brockers did some good things this past season. The only reason I'm, I'm kind of surprised about that, that they're saying he's available for trade because – we're probably going to lose Leonard Floyd and now possibly Michael Brockers if you're trading him from, from you know, if you're trading him for a defensive lineman as well. But uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see Michael Brockers leave either, man, because my man did some good things this past season, man, against the run, playing well up on the side of AD and all those things, man. Uh, and plus, you know, Michael Brockers doesn't mind, you know, giving us some little sound bites every once in a while, man. I, I don't want to see Michael Brockers leave, bro. Doug, you know, these are the signs of a great team. When other teams start to want to cherry-pick your players, I remember, you know, winning the Super Bowl, uh, 1999, Super Bowl 34. You know, it's to be expected. I mean, there there are guys that are going to leave. They got better opportunity, bigger opportunity financially in other places. And and these guys are going to come with a boatload of money. I mean, for Brockers to be, once again, uh, be floating in trade rumors, I mean, it's it's a you know it's a testament to the development of of Brockers. He's been there for a while, and Doc, we even talk about you know just how the competition level inside the interior defensive lineman room has to skyrocket. I mean, when you yes. have players like Brockers that are in there, when you have players like Aaron Donald that are in there, these young guys like Joseph Date, they're watching. So they're not only pushing Aaron Donald, but they're pushing guys like Brockers. Man, they see what can happen. Uh, the opportunity for them to uh, get more one-on-ones in the game for an opportunity to sack the quarterback. 
And, and we all know that th that equals paydays. When you when you can get to the quarterback consistently and get that quarterback off his spot and putting pressure on his feet, uh, you know, that, that translates often into huge paydays for these guys. So they see what's happening. And, but at the same time, just like you said, if we're going to get rid of a guy like Brockers and, and, and let him walk out of the door via trade, we definitely have to compensate and bring something back in or fortify that position to the point where we're playing not either at the same level we played last year or better. Yeah, man. And, you know, Aaron Donald, I mean, he's not going to like that, man. You can't tell me he won't be pissed off about that. He's like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm the guy like Isaac calls me, and I can do a lot of things. <laughs> but, bro, you can't get rid of everybody around me, man, for where they going from double-teaming and triple-teaming me a couple of times a game to where they're doubling and tripling-teaming me the entire game. So now I've totally been taken out of the game. So I'm pretty sure AD don't want to see those guys, you know, some of those guys like that leave, man. You got to bring somebody back that with similar – Ability because as good as Aaron Donald is, man, hell, dude can't he can't go one against four and five the whole offensive line. So you got to bring somebody back in there, man. But you know, Michael Brock has had a good season, man. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I, if we lose him, I don't think it's a killer. But you got to bring somebody back in there. And uh, uh, but Doc, all, this is this is a lot of talk because uh, the the salary cap is supposed yeah. to be going down this year. You know, but it, it, to me. I think that's just a ploy by the owners, you know what I mean, announcing that and, and, and a way for them to keep more money. And, you know, you have to release some players that are, uh, you know, their production level isn't eye-popping to everybody. But what they do is so significant, you like to keep them around for the standpoint of just being that guy in the locker room to keep everybody in order to, the, to, the, to when it's third and one. This guy steps up and uh, gets a tackle for loss. Now, what I do like about Brockers, man, is that like TMZ, like TMZ catches up with everybody, man. But I know what happens, man. These guys, publicists call TMZ up and say, hey, they're going to be here if you want to come talk to them and catch them, yada, 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 man. So it seems like TMZ catches up with everybody. But that's why, because they know it's good publicity because TMZ is this, has this huge platform. But they did catch up with Brockers, man. And Brockers, you know, he says St Stafford is a, a level up from golf. Everybody knows that. I mean, but everybody know that. That's obvious, but. It's good to hear him say it. I mean, it don't mean as much now because golf not around to just challenge you. You know what I'm saying? But he's right. But I'm glad to see some truth coming out and somebody, a player, NFL player, not, you know, not afraid to say how they really feel, Isaac. Well, yeah, Doc, you know, I talk about many times of not killing your wound. You know, you have to go to war with this guy. It's like, you know, the, the, the trading deadline has passed. Uh, now you have to go with what you have. So there's there's no going in and, and switching up. I mean, there's no no going in and putting on the red jersey and saying, "All right, you up this week." No, that's, it's not going to happen, man. So this is professional football, and at the same time, you know, you know, spiritual things are are still in place. So you don't. I mean, I never like killing our wounded. I wanted to be be the guy that that, that encourages the guy who's uh, probably in a slump because I know when I was in a slump, I liked encouraging words. I like guys to be trusting in me and uh, having confidence in me that. I not only bounce back, but bounce back in a big way. But once you walk out the door, Doc, <laughs> hey, hey, man, I you. see you when I see you, man. That's what I said. We don't have to encourage uh, golf right now. He's not <laughs> our wounded anymore. He's Detroit's wounded, man. So he, he bringing that. Well, I ain't going to say nothing about Detroit. But anyway, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, Brock has also said, man, you know, they called him. He said, I mean, which is true. Another truth that he's, he spilled. He said, you know, J.J. Watt. He's in the, you know, he's in the division now going to the Arizona Cardinals. You know, he's wearing the yeah. 99 coming to, you know, but hey, he said AD is the real 99. Man, you're damn right AD the real 99. But JJ, why coming to Arizona? We haven't really had a chance to talk about that, man. I mean, you know, 
I would have loved to have him, but now that we don't have him, he, he, he's he's a problem, but it ain't like he's going to raise too much hell. He's going to cause, you know, some issues. Uh, I don't think he's going to change our dominance that we've had over Arizona here lately, bro. Well, uh, he's a, a significant addition to the Arizona Cardinals. Let's be real about it. So, you, I mean, you combine him with Chandler Jones, you got two, two guys who – uh, have led the league in sacks over a long period of time. So these guys can get after the quarterback, and uh, that's their MO right now. Their 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 the defensive uh, coordinator, uh, Vance Joseph, uh, he likes getting after the quarterback, a guy I played against uh, in, in, during my career. But, you know, as a whole, I think uh, they're ascending. They went 8-8 eight and eight, uh, last year in one of the toughest divisions in football, the NFC West. Uh, considering what what the, the quarterbacks and the head coaches that are in this division, so when you add a guy uh, with the experience with the, with the clout that JJ Watt brings, man, I mean, you know, you know, you hook him up with Chandler Jones, it's very similar to what we were envisioning. If you were to hook him up with Aaron Donald, he's going to get a lot of opportunities one on one, and uh, guys, those offensive, uh, those left tackles and those right tackles will really have to step up and do the job because I think he still has some gas in the tank. But we'll see just how much. Now I think he definitely has some gas in the tank, and I'm not going to be a lot of like a lot of those other Rams fans. Like, oh, we need him. He's going to be outstanding. And the minute he goes to another team, ah, he ain't going to do nothing. And I ain't going to be that. I ain't going to be like that because dude is a baller, man. And we would have loved to have him. Now, hate we got to face him twice a year, but still, you know, I don't think he's going to be out there hellraiser like AD. You know where he can really, you know, just gonna cause us to win or lose a ball game. Uh, speaking of winning and losing a ball game, Big Andrew Whitworth said he's coming back, man. Hey, big dog, all with offensive line, he's gonna be 50, 58,000 years next year, but he's a baller, man. So, hey, that's that's big for the offensive line, that's big for Matthew Stafford as well, Isaac. Well, you know what, it is big, and doc, I think it's even bigger than you know, you know, put the Super Bowls aside, which is hard to do. It's bigger than what Tom Brady is doing. Because you, when you look at Whitworth, man, he's in the trenches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're you're kicking, you're you're catching three hundred pounders, and and they, they're bull rushing you. You got these athletic uh, uh, defensive ends with spin moves who can who have long reaches, and then you have you know those guys, those interior guys that are threatening to fall on the back of your legs every on every single play. So, if you were to compare the two, I think this is this is this is bigger, man. I, but. I think, you know, a lot of guys like, you know, the uh, Aaron Foster in the past uh, or uh, Tom Brady currently have given a lot of guys the blueprint as far as, you know, resetting their their, their thinking as far as, you know, how long you can play this game at a high level. So uh, Whitworth has fallen right into the path. And, you know, I mean, stay on scholarship as long as you can, man. One of the, that's one of the things that great. Uh, Ronnie Lott told me, as long as you can, stay on scholarship, bro. I mean, as long as you can, keep getting them checks. <laughs> that's because <laughs> you're not going to give, but chances are you're not going to get paid like this after football. You still might make good money, but you ain't going to get paid like this. Chances are, but, and you're right though. And, and, and the reason why you say that, and I know you're right, man, is Whitworth, play offensive lineman. When you play offensive lineman for this long, like Tom Brady can play this long and he's not hit every play. But when you're an offensive lineman, you're hitting somebody every play or you're getting hit. You're definitely being required to hit somebody every play, even if you don't, because if you don't, they're going to call you out. So for somebody like Whitworth to play through, you know, through these injuries and to play as long as he's playing at that offensive lineman position, man, 
Isaac is correct. That's extremely impressive and even probably more impressive than Tom Brady playing as long as he's playing, you know, even though he say witches and stuff help him, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying that you can just look it up. You know, he, he said witches help him. So he, he said, it. I ain't said, it. but uh, anyway, it, it is more important than uh, Whitworth. So I'm glad to see big wit uh, coming back, uh, helping this LA Rams offense and uh, anything else. Isaac, you know what I'm saying? We we hit on a couple of things, man, you know, yeah, man, it's a, it's a lot of huge news going around NFL, man. We're, we're starting to rival the offseason and the NBA playoffs in between games. You know what I'm saying? How that drama just yes. it just piles up, you know, from game to game. You know, maybe uh, John Morant will, will feel some of that this year. I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> but just the offseason, just that, that, that offseason with, you know, and I think it's specifically being shy because so, so many quarterbacks are moving or threatening to move. Uh, as far as offseason is concerned, you know, Dak, Dak Prescott got broke off real nice. Uh, congratulations to him yesterday. Uh, well-deserved. And, uh, you know, uh, when, when we see stuff like this in, in an offseason of the NFL, man, it makes everything a lot more intriguing. So uh, there's a lot to talk about, and I'm, I'm glad to see that the Los Angeles Rams are right in the middle of it. Well, you're right. The NFL has given fans, man, a lot of lot to talk about this offseason to keep itself relevant and just don't disappear. You know, uh, with the NBA and all that, man. And re- real quick, man, NBA All-Star Game, dog. Did you watch that? Why are they still playing that trash, bro? Why are they still playing that trash? I don't – don't nobody want to see that, man. <laughs> I didn't see it, man. I, I normally – I think I watch about a quarter. But I'm always intrigued by the slam dunk contest and the three-point shooting. Because, you know, when I was on the court, man, I always felt like I was a three and D guy. And when I, you know, stopped playing football, my goal was to, you know, try for the Miami Heat. Pat Riley give me a contract and and, and and let the history be written. But it just didn't happen. You felt like you were a three and D guy. <laughs> you feel like anything, you know. But I got to – you had a nice little jump shot. And you you are, man. You're a hell of a defender, man, because I used to hate when you to defend me. If you want my brother, I wanted to fight you because you used to – because I like to shoot, catch, catch and shoot, man. That man would, yeah, you catch that, and shoot guy. I had to book on you. Man. Damn. I'm like, this man is right here every time I get to try to catch and shoot this damn rock. This dude, I man, ain't nobody giving no, no screens or nothing, man. You getting around all of that. But anyway, I got you, man. I didn't watch the All-Star game either, man. I, I'm talking about it. I just know it was some trash. I think I saw the score of what, 170 to one. Come on, man. Shit, man. Come on, bro. God dang, man. But anyway, anything else, man, you want to add before we get out of here, bro? Uh, that's it, Doc. I mean, great show, man. Uh, you know, great, great, uh, great news, great news reporting, great analysts. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're giving the people what they want as far as, you know, the Los Angeles Rams are concerned. But hey, man, uh, the draft is coming up. We got pro days that are happening currently right now as we speak. And uh, it's funny, man, how I just saw, you know, one of these broadcast networks, they are broadcasting pro days now, man. How, how big is football growing, man, since when we were back in college, man? It, it, it's growing tremendously just for, 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 for us to be sitting here and watching somebody's pro day on television and we be sitting here watching it, man. So yeah. it's growing, man. And pro days are nervous as hell, man. You got to try to perform then. You got those cameras around. Trust me. I st- bro, I was thinking about the other day. I, I was out, I was running at the track, and I saw some little kids out there, you know, yeah. faking, you know, not faking, but <laughs> running the 40. I was like, if you ever had to run that 40, <laughs> and you see all them scouts on the other side with them clocks, boy, you wouldn't think it would be so fun and games and giggly, giggly, giggly then, man, because that's some nerve-breaking stuff. Uh, but, yeah, man, yeah. pro days, yeah, pro days, yeah, people getting shining a light on them, man. Pro days, something serious, man, but, you know. But this is something serious, man. I appreciate you, Isaac, yeah. man. This going to do it. 
for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.